Show Me the Science with Professor Luke O'Neill. Hello, I'm Luke O'Neill and welcome to my podcast, Show Me the Science, where I pick a topic, often stuff that's recent actually, that's just been discovered in the scientific world and then tell you all about it. And this week, guess what it's going to be? The science of tattoos. Now, you're scratching your head. What is science got to do with tattoos and how do we learn about tattoos and what's it got to do with science at all? Well, it turns out to be very interesting and lots of people are interested in why people have a tattoo, say, and what the reason for that is. Um, And then secondly, a very interesting one is why do they stay in your skin for so long? In other words, why is it that when you take a tattoo, it doesn't wash away, your body doesn't clear it away? And guess what? It involves the immune system. And of course, that's my big area. I'm going to tell you all about how we think tattoos persist. It's to do with a cell type called macrophages. And I'll come back to that. It's my favourite cell, actually, in the immune system. Now, of course, you know, many people wonder, you know, and many people have tattoos. They reckon as many as 20% of adults in the UK, for example, probably Ireland as well, have some kind of tattoo. So it's very, very common. Many people want to have tattoos on their body. And the big question is why? And of course, it's a bit of fun. That's one reason. Uh, It may be to do with actually creativity because we want to have something on our bodies that looks very colourful to express ourselves in various ways. Some people think it's a momentary impulse. And it has to be said, sometimes people on holidays, maybe having really enjoyed themselves, they say, oh, to hell with this, I'll have a tattoo. And they get a tattoo done and that can be a reason as well. But it turns out it needs a bit of planning. I mean, you need to think about it. What will I have in my tattoo, for example, unless it's an impulsive thing? It can be painful, so it does take a bit of commitment. So it does usually require a bit of thought. And it can actually bring meaning to people. I'll come back to that a bit later as well. And one example is people have been bereaved sometimes take a tattoo of the name of their loved one, for instance. And quite a nice connection then to, to people who have been bereaved. So there's various reasons why we think people will have tattoos. Now, how long does it go back for? Well, again, science has told us this. It's a really fascinating thing. It's been going on for a very, very long time we've been taking these tattoos. How do we know that? Well, there's a very famous example of a man who was tattooed, who lived 5,300 years ago. His name is Otzi. His son is known as the Iceman. He was found in a glacier uh, in the north of Italy in 1991. And they dated his body to 5,300 years ago. And guess what? He'd 61 tattoos on his body, on his skin. He was almost preserved, you see, so they could look at his skin. And they saw 61 tattoos, incredibly. So it was going on thousands and thousands of years ago. And very interesting, the designs on Otzi's body, they're very geometric. They're on his wrist, his legs, his back, his torso. He had loads of tattoos, very interesting artistic designs as well. Lots of patterns there. So it's been going on for a long time. And then they've also seen tattoos on remains in Egypt, the ancient Egyptians. There was evidence of tattooing there. And again, in, um, in remains from Russia and China, they, again, they'd seen tattoos, 3,000-year-old um, remains were shown to be tattooed as well. So it's been going on for a very long time. And one question is, why would we have been doing it back then? One idea was, it means you're very strong. In other words, if you've sustained the painfulness of a tattoo... It means you've got a very strong, I guess, physiology, shall we say, probably a very strong immune system because you've sustained, you know, trauma in your body. And maybe it was a signal 
that you've got really good genes and that might increase your reproductive success. It's like a fitness signal, we call this. So therefore, it could be a reason why, you know, we get tattooed is to say to a potential partner, I've got strong genes, a bit like, you know, other things that we use to attract partners. Maybe tattoos are part of that as well. So that could be one reason why this tattooing was going on, as well as being as a way to express ourselves. Uh, One other thing, actually, about the history of this is the Celts, probably were massive tattooers and tattooists and they took tattoos uh, did you know the word Britain the country Britain comes from the word Pratani there was a tribe there called Pratani which means coloured people and they think it's because there were loads of people being tattooed uh, the other idea would be the, the dye woad was used to paint their skin and you may have seen woad in that movie Braveheart woad was used by the Celts to paint themselves the coloured people, the Pratani, the word Britain came from possibly because lots of people were tattooed and they were Celtic people back then, by the way, when they were first observed. So tattooing may have been a feature of Celtic society as well. And then if you look at the history of it, it gets interesting. So there was a big upsurge in tattoos in, in, in England, for example, after Captain Cook's voyages. This has been noted. Many sailors came back with tattoos because they'd seen people all around the world having tattoos. So famously, the Maoris use a lot of tattoos, for instance, and sailors came back with these things on their bodies. It was noticed then by people in, in England, oh, there's all this tattooing on sailors. And guess what? It became a sign of prestige at that time. It meant you were very worldly because you had a tattoo. It meant you probably had travelled around the world and very rich people began to use tattoos in various ways to show a sign of wealth. In the 20th century, that began to change and it became more connected with aggression sadly in some cases uh, gangs would have tattoos as a sign so it kind of lost its cachet as a trendy kind of thing to do uh, in the 20th century but guess what it's coming back it's becoming more and more now a sign of you know being being worldly whatever it might be people who take tattoos now are seeing it as a status symbol almost so it's kind of a mix now of the more negative aspect of, of tattoos and, and again I guess, I guess the more positive aspects as well um, and of course the question that's been asked as well is what sort of people take a tattoo? And they've analysed this. Can you believe it? Look at people's personalities. And it does turn out if you're slightly more impulsive in your personality, you don't need to be a genius to say maybe more impulsive people are more inclined to, ha- inclined to have tattoos, but it was a very small effect. And in truth, no particular personality trait predicts whether you will take on a tattoo or not. So that didn't seem to be a feature or not. And again, it's tied into body images, partly this as well. Now, very interestingly, one other bit about the psychology of it. After someone's had a tattoo, their self-esteem goes up. Isn't it interesting? There's a study of that showing that people who've had a tattoo, they feel much better about themselves, and that's a good thing. And, and the reason for that might be you've been through a bit of an ordeal, because it is painful enough to have the tattoo. And if you go through the ordeal of having it, it seems to give a boost in self-esteem, and you've expressed yourself. You've got a little, little piece of artwork on your skin, and that seems to boost your feelings of self steam so there's a reason to get a tattoo is is that and then another reason is um and this is you know it's kind of sad but it's also quite quite uplifting in a way bereavement it turns out that people have been bereaved sometimes get a tattoo of their loved one or a way to remember their loved one and one very interesting aspect was which does sound sort of a bit strange at one level there are examples in the u.s where you can be offered to get a tattoo if you're bereaved and to mix the ashes of your loved one into the ink isn't that amazing? And then you're carrying a bit of them with you, I suppose. And that's quite a nice thing. It's an expression of a, a bond 
with the person who sadly passed away. It's not just about grieving, basically. It's also about this bond you might have with someone who's passed. So that's quite a nice aspect of that. And then the other thing they've noticed is there are things called survivor tattoos. So people who've survived cancer, there's, a, there's an increased level of tattooing in those people. And it shows, oh, I've survived. I'm a survivor. And it gives them, again, a great sense of, of I suppose, of, of positivity in their lives to take a tattoo as well. So very interesting, all these different aspects of tattoos. Who would have thought, as I say, that having a tattoo would have so many aspects to it. Now, the last thing I want to tell you about, though, is, and, and this is slightly more scientific than that previous stuff, and this is the bit that really got me, actually. And it goes back to 2018, this, so it's not that recent, but still it's striking why do they persist? In other words, you're banging into your skin a dye of some kind. Tattoos are made of these dyes of various kinds. And it lasts for years. And you will see tattoos. Now, they can fade a bit and then get a bit smudged. But they'll still be there years and years later. And someone wondered, what is it about that? Like, why do tattoos persist? And again, scientists began to study this. Now, where you punch the tattoo in, it goes into a layer of your skin called the dermis. That's the second layer in your skin, deep into your skin. That's the first thing. That's why it's quite painful. Because you're banging a needle with the dye in it deep into your dermis, not the epidermis, which is the, uh, the top layer of skin. So it goes into your dermis. The ink is seen as foreign. That's the first thing. Now, in your dermis, guess what? You have loads of immune cells. And they are there to fight infection. Because if you break your skin and germs get into the dermis, all the troops are there. The immune cell troops are there ready to fight and fight that infection. And so the immune system detects this noxious chemical, this ink that's gone into your skin. And a cell type called the macrophage, it means big eater. That's where the name comes from. In my lab, we work on macrophages. That's the main cell type. They eat bacteria. They eat viruses. They eat anything noxious in your body. They're, they're like the vacuum cleaner of your body really and they happen to eat bacteria and viruses which are noxious anyway but they also will take up this ink because it's seen as a noxious thing this process is called phagocytosis phagocytosis great word and that means eating cells that eat really and so the phagocytosis happens the macrophage takes up the ink now normally if it's a virus or a bacteria the macrophage destroys it it's got all these great chemicals inside to smash up the, the virus or smash up the bacteria Rush. Destroy. It can't break down the ink. The ink is, and of course, over hundreds of years, uh, the tattooists discovered inks that wouldn't get broken down. They were able to use observation, empirical observation, to figure out what would persist. And the macrophages can't break it down. They just accumulate it. And they show this very clearly. There's a marker. How did, how did the scientists show this? Well, the macrophages on their surface have a flag, a marker called CD45. There's a great technical term for you. And all the CD45 flag-waving cells were the ones carrying the ink. So they were the macrophages. They were also able to deplete macrophages and get rid of them, and the ink went away. And in fact, that was part of the evidence that macrophages were carrying it. But the question is, how does it persist for years and years? Well, macrophages, like every cell in your body, eventually die. And they release the ink and another macrophage comes along. It's called release recapture. The authors call this. So they release the ink and it gets recaptured. And now the next macrophage is there holding that ink. So it's all about macrophages. Now, you might wonder, this is an interesting observation anyway, I suppose. and tells us a bit about how the body works. But of course, this means if you really want to erase a tattoo and sometimes you might regret it. 
let's say you put the name of a partner who you break up with wouldn't you like to get rid of that potentially maybe you wouldn't but some people want to get rid of these tattoos um, you could erase it by targeting the macrophages and there's ways to do that and this is being explored as a way to clear a tattoo and you can kind of bleach it a bit and get rid of some tattoo marks but it's quite quite difficult to do uh, but now that we know it's all about macrophages there may be a way to truly clean the tattoo from your body if you wish to get rid of it and that might be part of the future of tattooing in a sense that it's a reversible process which may be something you would like but overall remember I would say this if you feel like getting a tattoo get one now I haven't got one I'm a coward uh, but eventually I may get a tattoo myself for all the reasons I told you you can express yourself you can increase your self-esteem if you've survived something if it's about a loved one all of these things are positive reasons to get tattoos there you have the science of tattoos thank you very much for listening and of course my podcast is available every thursday it's a news talk production and thank you very much